Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I am Brock Gorton. I am Tommy Haley. And coming to you live from Chanute, Kansas, Benjamin Duncan. Why the fuck are you in Chanute? Why are you all the way out there? For work, bro. We had we have to do an overnight because a job's so big. What you have done oh. has made God very unhappy. Oh. So uh, we're just gonna get right into this. Ben. You were willingly add what was actually a very good game uh, this past week. One of the greatest Big Ten games of all time, potentially. I, I don't know about that. This this season? This season? This season, maybe. That would, I'll, I'll give you that Two one. competent Big Ten offenses playing each other. Last score, won it in with 50 seconds left. Yeah, I could give you that one. Anyway. It, it hurt watching that live. Anyway. That hurt, bro. The floor is yours to talk about your entire trip that you took because you did not just do that. So, go ahead and oh, tell yeah. the people so, about um, whatever so, uh, you're calling I'll say this. this. My, my flights to and from uh, Minneapolis, it was 100% a better time than uh, the LSU trip in September, as we all know how that went. Who'd you fl- who'd you fly with? Southwest? No, no. United. I, I flew the cheapest down there and the cheapest back round <laughs> trip, which was uh, Spirit. It was no heck oh. no. <laughs> it was Delta down. It was Spirit. Delta to. It was Delta up to Minneapolis. And then it was Sun Country back to Kansas City. Okay, I don't even know that second one. Uh, it honestly wasn't that bad. That's good. But um, so Delta, Delta's not usually fly, a flight up one. Flight up there on Delta took fifty minutes total. Amazing. Less than an hour on a plane it was great. Then uh, I got there. What in the world? There's a, a person waving a Troy Aikman jersey at the Jets game right now. Ew. Um, That's gross. On television. That's gross. But, um, so I, I landed. Uh, my friend picked me up, and we went to breakfast at a Minnesota staple, the Pancake House. Mm. That not sounds good. Their pancakes were very good. That even sounds um, good. What the fuck? Yeah. Damn, been out here eating. It was good it was and... amazing. Mm. That real Minnesota maple syrup too, dude. Mm. That good stuff. But then after that, we went back to uh, the apartment, and I got to uh, see uh, the beautiful view of uh, downtown Minneapolis. If you guys would like to see a picture, um, sure of the view. <laughs> sure, it's Minneapolis. Not the biggest. Fan I'll send it to text. I'll send it. I'll text you guys because I think that might go through easier. Oh, okay. But um, uh, 
I see if it sent to you guys. It did send. Yeah, that was the the view from uh, the apartment. Thoughts, gentlemen? Nice. Uh, I mean, that's not bad. No. Bro, no. U.S. Bank's, US Bank oh, Stadium is right there. You can, that thing. you can literally see U.S. Bank Stadium. Yep. Yeah. I think that is a dub there, my good sir. Oh, it was it was such a nice view. That's not a bad, not uh, a bad view. Then uh, just kind of hung out there, and then we left to go to the game, and uh, we got there early, so we got good seats in the student section. In which uh, we were in the the fourth row of the student section for the Golden Gophers. And what the fuck did you say let's about see. That? <laughs> but um, I don't see. I need to try to find that real good picture that I'd gotten. Uh, yeah, here was our uh, our view during the game. It, the stadium itself was actually really nice, and it was just a, it was a beautiful day for a game too. So that's not bad. Oh, that's actually really nice. Yeah. I mean, I'll and take so uh, the Memphis game, but you know, <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever sat in a student section ever. Yeah, you didn't even do it in high school, did you? Nope. But, yeah, so uh, those were our seats. And the game was actually really, really good. And then, as you saw, uh, Illinois ended up uh, winning the game. And so how that happened was that uh, uh, Minnesota had punted the ball back to Illinois with like two-ish minutes left. And like literally the first play of that drive for Illinois. Uh, one of Minnesota's DNs, which they're, Minnesota's middle linebacker in this one DN, like, they're insane. They're super good. But um, this the one of the, one of the DNs hits the Illinois quarterback, and he's get, he gets taken out for the game. He doesn't come back because he's going through, like, protocol or something for something. Concussion protocol. But, um, Something like that. It's fucking bullshit. But he's hurt. He's hurt, and he's out for the last two minutes of the game. And so their backup quarterback comes in, and he's he's driving a little bit, and it gets to like fifty four seconds on the clock, and uh, they're at like their own forty something whatever. He uh, throws just a prayer deep down the field, and uh, an Illinois wide receiver. Is wide open, catches it in stride, wide open, with nobody in front of him, and he scores with like what, like less than fifty seconds left. Fifty and then seconds. Everyone was in the, the entire official total. Yeah. Okay, but everyone in the stadium was just stunned in the uh, surrender cobra, as we like to say. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone was just stunned, and I was just there like, man, so all of the teams that I was hoping were going to win today are going to lose except Oklahoma State? Great. 
But, um... Talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, then they ended up, uh... They ended up losing by one point. So, that was... It was funny, because at the beginning of the game, people were chanting, like, we love you, PJ, and, like, all this other stuff for the coach. And at the end of the game, people were cursing his name, which was always funny. The the duality of college football. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a really good time at the game. And then after, and we'd hung out with some more people, some more friends at the game. And then we'd all gotten canes afterward. Canes seems and, to be uh, very much a staple for you on these trips, by the way. Hey, it's what they picked. I didn't pick it, and it it was what was. It wasn't what was. It was the one thing that wasn't insanely busy. So it is what it is. Crazy thing about um, it because Canes is like really good. So yeah, and then went back to the apartment, watched a movie, and then went to bed. Uh, Sunday morning, got up, just hung out around the apartment for a few hours and relaxed. And then uh, me and my friend, we went to the Mall of America. And so I got to go to the the Mall of America for the very first time. And it was super fun. Like, I'd never been there before. But um, they have, like, Nickelodeon Universe, which is the amusement park that's inside the mall. um, With, like, a whole bunch of different rides. Uh, they have a B&B Theaters on the fourth floor of the mall. Um, they have, like, the this two-story uh, M&M store. Um, they had the Lego store, which there was some stuff in the Lego store, guys. Just some stuff. And they had a, a lot of like what? Like what? very like expensive example, stuff. I mean, it's Lego. It's going to be expensive. General, uh, in here, I'll I'll, I'll just I'll just read off some of the stuff they had. They had. Uh, yes, they probably, they probably they had, had the Millennium Falcon. They had the Star Wars uh, ventilator class Republic attack cruiser, mm. which and is six hundred and fifty dollars. They had. They had the the Chewbacca. That's uh, 2,300 pieces for $200. Wait, what? Yes. Chewbacca, you heard me right, Tommy. I didn't know that they had this either. What? That's new. I've never seen that before. Yeah. That's 200 fucking dollars, excuse me? Yeah. How many pieces is that? 2,000. It's uh, 2,319. Two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I want to pay one hundred fifty dollars for that. They had the uh, the ultimate collector's edition Millennium Falcon, of course, which was eight hundred and fifty dollars. In all of its beautiful glory, in all of its beautiful glory, thing to buy. They had. They had the Razor Crest from the Mandalorian, which is Ultimate Collector's Edition, which is 6,187 pieces. Yeah, a lot of the stuff Star Wars comes out with is uh, UCS. So. 
they had the for uh 1212 pieces you could get the the t-rex breakout scene from jurassic park which was super they cool they have a lot of good Lego comes out with a lot of good sets but they just overpriced them as shit they have the entire hogwarts castle for 470 dollars Um, they had the, uh, they had the, they had the Titanic, Tommy. They had the Titanic, did they have the Eiffel Tower as well? Yes, they did. The 9,090 piece Lego Titanic for $679. And the Millennium Falcon, the the Ultimate Collector's Edition is 7,541 pieces. Yeah, no, I've been... They had the Ultimate Collector's Edition. They had the Ultimate Collector's Edition Adat Walker from Star Wars, Mm. which is six thousand seven hundred and eighty-five pieces. I pronounce A T A T, not at all. It's an Adat to me, Tommy. Fuck you. Oh, you struck a. You're a bitch. Oh, you struck such a giant nerve saying it that way. God, I want to come through that. Fucking Discord. Never called it ATAT. I've never heard anyone pronounce it like that. It's so much. My family does not call them ATATs, Tommy. That's what they are, though. Whatever. Okay, how do you pronounce ATSD? Do you go ATST? We just don't call that one its name. That one's the walker one with two legs. But uh, then they had a Rivendell from Lord of the Rings for five hundred dollars, and it was ten thousand three hundred and sixteen pieces. Don't care. So basically, just the Lego store in Oak Park Mall at Overland Park, but just in the yeah, they have the okay. the Bat Cave, uh, and then they had a bunch of statues, which were super sick. Which you probably saw in my story if you watched. While I was there in Minnesota. Um, just, let's see. For example, they had this mech suit that was built completely out of Legos. Like someone built it? Well, it was built for the mall. Because, you um, know, the mall has their own mech suit. Ready to go. Yeah. Um, I almost got this t-shirt. I almost got this t-shirt at the mall. Oh, that's actually... Okay, that's actually really cool. Uh, this sticker was really funny, and I thought of you guys. It's never a good thing. I saw this and thought of you. Why? What's wrong with you? And then... I got the sticker version of uh, of this for my little brother. Moose Squatch? I feel like that's the combination of if you fused Mike Moustakis and Pasquantino together. <laughs> but the Froze My Nuts Off Minnesota sticker I got for my little brother. Of course you did. Was it even cold when you were up there? It, it was the game, game, time, game time starting. It was 48 degrees. At two eh. thirty, eh. and it it just went down from there. And once the sun went down, because I will say, you know how most stadiums sit uh north south for the end zones. They see east Minis- west. 
Yes, they face east west, <laughs> which is weird. God but um, Minnesota. once the sun once the once the sun went down, sitting in the shade was cold. But um, they also at the mall they had the Malibu Barbie Cafe. Um, they had an Avatar: The Last Airbender ride at the mall. You're you're skipping over the two greatest places that you completely skipped over in the Mall of America. Oh boy, what's that? The Rainforest Cafe or Margaritaville? Yes, we walked past those. And you didn't go uh, into fucking Rainforest Cafe. The fuck is wrong with you? I took pictures on out. I took pictures outside. Doesn't matter. There you go the inside. You go inside um, the Rainforest Cafe and, and then don't eat. Stuff that I learned, stuff that I learned was that the Mall of America was built on what was originally uh, the Twins' original stadium location. Yeah, the Met. Yeah, but uh, in the Mall of America, if you guys didn't know, thanks for they have a seat. They have a seat from the original stadium mounted up on a wall to mark where the farthest home run was ever hit in the old stadium. Again, thanks for making this sense. But it, oh, it, have a, has a, it has a really big sign next to the seat that's mounted on the wall, and it says, Harmon Killebrew, thank you for the memories. Which I thought was super cool. The Mets should never have been torn down. They could have just reven- or renovated it, but no. They had to build the dome. Let's see. I'm going to send you guys a photo of what that looked like. But, and then, like, we kind of just spent the rest of my afternoon there before I got dropped back off at the airport. And... Then I sat there at the airport, and it, it it wasn't too bad. It was it was weird though that there was a lady walking through the Minnesota airport wearing a Mississippi State University sweatshirt. What the fuck? I've seen. Weird. And then I'll I, I'll also say in the KC airport on my way to Minneapolis, like so in the, the MCI, and then also at. Uh, MSP in Minnesota. I saw two different people, one in Kansas City, one in Minnesota. Two different people, but they were both wearing JMU hats. Mm. For James Madison, so. Which I thought was really weird. Mm. Yeah. But um, my flight back home was good. Uh, I ended up talking to the, the old guy that sat next to me the entire hour-long flight. Oh, great. Uh, about uh, about music and conservation. Oh. So, uh, great, but he was one of those mu- people. <laughs> I, I See, if I'm being honest, I don't like to talk to people on my flight at all. I, nope. I, I, didn't like, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to either, but he'd asked me a question, but then we ended up kind of just, like, talking about stuff. But uh, I learned that he... He was in a he was a part of a rock band in the seventies. The fuck. Um, yeah, but then uh, he he's also really big into conservation, and uh, he used to live 
out uh, just on the east side of the Cascades in Washington State. Well, no wonder he's big in the Which is super sick. But, uh, and then I, I did walk into the Minnesota Wild Bar and Grill there in the airport, and they had a, there, I just walked in there to get a picture of it, but um, they had a, a bunch of different uh, goalie helmets sitting in there, which I thought was cool. Good. Good. We need more but, goalie uh, helmets. That was my uh, trip. Well, that's... It was good. Had a, had a really good time, and uh, Minnesota student section was really fun. Well, I'm glad. So... That ties into our college football discussion. Yes. Did anyone watch any games this week? Uh, no, but I saw the I scores the and I was very end. disappointed. Uh, the only games I really watched was the tail end of the Missouri-Georgia game, and then I watched most of the LSU-Alabama game, and that's pretty much it. That is a very true shirt there, Tommy. I watched a game and a half. So, uh, the shirt that you just posted in general? Uh, yeah, I've seen that shirt before. Dude, I saw that. I really saw that. I'm like, because the No Context College Basketball Twitter account posted that. Of course they did. Like, oh. Yep, that sounds about right for us. Also, as I was recording, college basketball started. Yep. So. That is indeed true. Uh, and you were yelling about me about doing that earlier. Yeah, now it's stuck in my head. That's why I yelled at you. But now that Tommy posted that, now I'm, I'm curious what uh, how how that team in that picture oh. that he posted is doing. Also, also shout out to the uh, the Minnesota Yik Yak uh, after the football game. For, say, for the one person who said, this Chipotle burrito I ate last night is back with a vengeance right now. I'd be gripping both sides of this stall. Oh. Oh, my. Oh. Oh, my. He says with his best Muriel impression from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh my! <laughs> Yo, Tommy, where'd you get that shirt? I need that, bro. What? Where'd the you get that shirt, oh, that shirt, Tommy? In general? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I could not see Ben actually know. wearing that shirt. <laughs> because there is a curse word on that shirt. Therefore, I could not see Ben wearing that shirt. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm like, there's. Probably like take some like uh, duct tape, some like black duct tape, and just put it over that word. No, he'd probably say uh, he'd probably do it gold. Knowing this guy, he's a weird guy. He's a really weird guy, so you know. Either way, yeah, the only games I watched were, like, the tail end, I think, like, most of the fourth quarter of the Mizzou-Georgia game. Um, And then, yeah, most of, like, pretty much all LSU-Alabama, and that was it. So, Uh, Tommy, 
dirt was that a dirty hit or no? What? The Dallas the Dallas whatever the heck his last name hit on uh the quarterback. Uh I don't know. Look at on uh Jane Daniels. Look 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 at the look at the score I just posted. That was a final to that game Tommy posted the pick of. Yeah. I don't know what well, all I mean, those extra numbers are, but... Uh, points scored in the halves. The first two in the bottom uh, bottom number is the final. Why is this... In, Brock, why does it say that we're 1-0-1 oh, one and 0? What does that mean? I don't know. That's what it did. This uh, ain't hockey. This is basketball. I think it means that we're 1-0 and on the year and also we're 1-0 and at home. Okay. Yeah, that's what it means. Okay, I'm looking at it now on the normal screen. Okay. So. Oh, thank you now. I, I Now I understand that. We're going to have a lot to talk about this week. Because <laughs> the women played too. <laughs> um, the Jim Daniels hit, I mean, I don't know. It's very hard to tell. I mean... You'd ask the entire state of Louisiana, they'd say yes, <clears throat> but I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Entire state of Louisiana go. I'll kill him. Probably throw the N word in there. Discord servers had that fucking sound. I wonder which one of those Discord, one of the Discord servers I'm part of had the jack, the samurai jack, Cajun pig. I have effect. it on my phone. I just don't feel like, you know, searching right now while we're recording. So uh, instead, I'll I'll uh, I'll throw this one out there. Welcome back to Jim Because that's about close enough. That's about close enough, I think. But uh, or, or, or Kansas would, State let me down. Or would this oh. be the closest one? Hey, this motherfucker got them big J's! God damn! You K State let me down. Air Force let me down. Um, so that go final, I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Everybody let me down except Oklahoma State. Um, I did see post game stuff of Bedlam, and obviously Oklahoma State rushed the field, which was nice. Good. They tore down the goalpost um, and carried it out the stadium. Good. They should have let us do really? that when we were at yes. the K State game. They ripped it. They ripped. They ripped and, the goalpost uh, apart and carried it away. Uh, even though I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, this was very petty of them, and I love it. They played. Uh, we were never getting back together. Huh. Nah, they'll get back together. They'll they'll do what Mizzou and fucking KU are doing. It'll oh, just well, be down the line. How long? When was the last time they officially played each other in football? Uh, 2011? Like, before all this stuff. 2011. So we're going to have to wait, what, another... Oh, they'll do it years? sooner, though. They'll do it sooner, though, because the only reason why Mizzou didn't play Kansas the next year was because Kansas didn't want to, because they were butthurt little bitches. And that's why they didn't want to play us in basketball, either. They were like, ooh, fuck you, Also, they knew Mizzou would beat them still, so... But, you know, what can you do? 
Also, I was right. Georgia was not going to win by 15 points. Mm-hmm. They still won. Win to win. Ah, okay. Also, hold on. It there also was one showed thing that... I noticed during the like during the end of the game during the end of the game Ben you I think you noticed it too. I think you put it. What in was the, it? I think you put it in the phone group chat where it's uh where was it? Oh no, it wasn't. You know the guy in the yellow Mizzou polo. There were, that's, that's like, like half the red-headed the, guy. That's like half the. Okay, now that's not half the fan base. Say half the fan base wear fucking polos to the game, dude. You got to be more specific. It, like he was redheaded. Where the hell is it? I don't know what oh, you're talking sorry. about. But Mizzou let Lee Corso down. Lee Corso had us picked to win the game, and that was so sad. We let him down. Save it for EOS, good sir. Save it for EOS. I mean, Kirk, Kirk Herb Street was the one that ruined the possibility of K State winning against Texas because everyone had picked Texas, and then Kirk picked K State to win, and so it was all Texas on the on the TV screen, and then the one K State from him. Hello, the bandits. And then they picked Alabama straight to to win, and sadly, they did end up winning. I don't know what Tom you saying right now. I said, unfortunately, yes, that was correct. Yeah. Tried to tell y'all Bambo was going to win. Y'all didn't want to hear it, though. They hated him because he spoke the truth. Hmm. Anyway, it is now time for the MIP of the week. Mr. Haley, would you like to get us started? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and go with most idiotic. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, you again, gotta play the sound. You gotta play uh, the sound. Time. You gotta play the sound first. Huh? You gotta play the sound. What, what sound? The, the guitar rift. What you have done has not made that God that's not very a, unhappy. That's not a song. What song? What are you talking the, the about? The guitar rift that you had played earlier. Oh, this one? Yes. Uh. <laughs> what's the point? Either way, my most idiotic... Daylight savings time. Dude, I was at work in my spot. Once again, could not care less, and I feel all the I feel all I feel bad for all my coworkers on the other night shift that watched their clocks go from like what was it? What was it this time? We lost an hour. Gained. We gained an hour. We gained an hour? It went from like what? One fifty nine to one o'clock. Hey, Brock, yeah, I found... Try to see it go to 1 o'clock, and then, boom, it goes to 1 o'clock again. Yeah, that that sucked as I'm sitting there in my spot. Which, by the way, the spot I was in on Daylight Savings, I'm literally just sitting in a fucking, like, hall, a, a little room the size of, like, I, um, 
Uh, 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 oh, fuck. I'm trying to compare it to something that y'all would understand. The size of, like, a car, like, a decent-sized car. Like, and that's my that's spot, my and I literally just hit buttons to open a door. Oh, so my car, basically. Nah, yeah, yeah, more like my Explorer. I mean, it was a small fucking room. I mean, your car wasn't that small. No, but, I mean, that's still, like, that's not a big room. I had a bathroom in there, too, so, like... You had everything in there, shit. Except the fucking radio. Oh, okay. Okay, Ben. What the fuck? <laughs> what did you do? Come <laughs> Okay. But yeah, my most idiotic daylight savings time. Could not care less about it. What you have done has made God very yes. unhappy. It's made God very, very angry. It's unhappy. Look, my honest opinion uh, about daylight savings time. We do not care. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, Ben, your most idiotic. I'm glad of the, the week. government is getting rid of something that's not useful for them. Ben, your most idiotic. My uh. Ooh, let's see. My ooh, let's see. Mm. My most idiotic goes to the. I will go with the Minnesota secondary. 50 seconds left in the game. <laughs> oh. As explained earlier. They were not good with uh, that little amount of time left. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... All right. Uh... The Dallas Cowboys for once again losing to the Eagles. We care. <laughs> it's not time for most impressive. Tommy. Uh, do I have to play the sound again? No. Same segment. Just keep going. Um, my most impressive. Uh, the entirety of. Or, hold on, let me, let me phrase that. The last minute, the last, like, five minutes of the Texans-Buccaneers game, uh, for context, it made me feel like this. I'm at the oh, you mean... Let me pull up the stats for you real quick. Okay. For CJ Stroud. Because homie had a game. He is I still love C.J. Stroud and, and Carolina, by the, being on my Carolina passed on this man, by the way. Yeah. The final stat line for one C.J. Stroud from the University of Ohio State. He went 30 of 42 with 470 yards. Okay. Passing, by the way. Passing, hey, bro, by the way. Uh, Breaking the, the rookie had, record for passing yards in a game. 
and he had five touchdowns. He broke, yeah, that all time. He broke the all time rookie record for most passing yards by a rookie quarterback. Who was which was previously held by? I have no idea. Oh, come on, Tommy. I, 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 I believe that if if I was remembering correctly, that record was held by a uh, David Carr. Wait, I really? think. Uh, most passing. Either way, turns out that a game at noon was the best game of the week. By the way, and I'm just glad that I was able to watch it on Red Zone. So. Okay. Ben. Uh, my most impressive. Here, let me see just a second. Um, I'm trying to find the thing on CJ Stroud. Um, Bandit, fucking stop. Come on. Oh, come on. Who did he pass for the record? Oh, my bad. It had been held by Andrew Luck. Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) With 433. But... My most impressive goes to a uh, Texas Southern uh, sousaphone player. Oh, I saw this video. I know what he's talking about. (laughs) Uh, This makes me very happy because there's, there's, there are just all tuba players and sousas in general. There's times when we've wanted to do this and somebody finally decided to do it. What? To a fan that was heckling. I was about to say, what led up to that? Dude, you see the guy heckling him, and he's he's playing, and then the guy just socks him, and then he goes right back to playing, which is hilarious. I was about to say, I was like, did he, like, say something to him or something like that? Did he call him the N-word? Because, like, that's a pretty good Either way, the dude's a legend. (laughs) And we are trying our hardest to get him into the all NCAA uh, tuba chat if we can find out what his name is. Mm. So we can ask him about it. Well, keep us updated on that. Oh, I will. Keep us updated on that. Is it my turn now? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mine goes to Kenny Moore, the second of the Indianapolis Colts. Who had two pick sixes against the Carolina Panthers Sunday? Wow. Two. Wow. Two nice. pick sixes. So, yeah, Kenny Moore. He alone scored more than the Colts' offense. <laughs> he alone beat the Panthers. So. Sam, he's like, it's that I don't find that surprising. One person will beat the Panthers. So well, it's, you it's, know, it's the Panthers. Still, it's CJ, I think they passed on CJ Stroud. It's crazy. Well, you know, they thought Bryce Young was a better option, but you know, quarterbacks from both I mean, Alabama wrong. and. Ohio State Tommy, you, Tommy, out. you have to re- Tommy, you have to realize that uh, Ohio State quarterbacks do not have not in recent history translated well to the NFL. But this most recent game kind of 
feel like well, yes, that finally, it, yes, that it, pro- it, proved, it proved that that it, it's not always like that. Uh, and oh, as I had been slandering Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL all season long, he finally had a good game. Yeah, one game does no, not no, make No, I an understand NFL where career. you're coming from. One game does not make an NFL career, good sir. Exactly. Know that, but still, though, homie had like five touchdowns and 500 picks. Okay, and no man. interceptions. No interceptions. I'm that because Tampa Bay lost, and I kind of we kind of Tampa Bay and Atlanta lost. So that was really good as a Saints fan to see. Oh yeah, I can't wait for you to get demolished in the wild card round. Okay, as long as we made the playoffs, it's fine. Why? Playoffs. Playoffs. If you get smoked by like twenty-one, you're still not gonna care. Uh, if it's a double. Digit lock, I'm gonna be fucking pissed, dude. It's gonna it's gonna be a double digit because you all aren't good. You're gonna get smoked by I mean, like Minnesota. I mean, I'm fine if we don't make the playoffs either. I'm completely fine with that. See, you're gonna get smoked by a Josh Dobbs led Minnesota team. Yes, he will. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually hold on. Actually, funny thing is, I'm actually glad Josh Dobbs actually had a decent first game against. In Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it came against the Falcons. Was stuck in a cesspool known as Cleveland. <sighs> I'm just saying he... Shout out, uh, shout out Arizona for getting goose-egged by Cleveland after they traded Josh Dobbs away. I'm just saying say, Minnesota yeah. should have gone after. There's a really good quarterback sitting up there in Seattle that they could have gone and traded for. I don't know why no one decided to go trade for him. <laughs> you know, oh, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. I knew where this is going. Uh, Gino? I, I'm, I'm sure Seattle's kind of thinking stopped, about trading him right now. I stopped myself halfway through. Not, not Gino. There's another one up there, Ben. Yes, we know. And he's got a horse cack. Come on, Ben. We're, we're, we 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 watched him yes. in college. We we've seen the picture of him in the sweatpants. We know. Yes. We've seen the videos. People saying that he has it, and he's just smiling because he knows it's true. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I don't know why nobody didn't want to trade for him. Rock, by the way. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, the Colts could have traded for him. We could have sent, like, a seventh-round pick for him. Because right now we only have two quarterbacks on the fucking roster. Two. Garner Minshew, the man that Mm -hmm. I just bought a jersey for, and then fucking Sam Ellinger. God fucking damn, bro. Two quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Two quarterbacks, five wide receivers. That's it. Just five wide receivers on the roster. But four tight ends. I just... (sighs) Anyway, moving on. Uh, It's now uh, time, gentlemen, for the question of the week. And the question of the week this week is, what NFL oh, coaches God. could you beat in a fight? Can you can you list off the names and we could all 
we could all say what we think. Yeah, you know what? That's probably the best way to go through this. Uh, everyone keep track That's of That's probably your, the best uh, way, because he's not thinking of anything. Keep track of your totals, by the way. All right, so this year we have the following quarter, the following coaches. Okay, <clears throat> we got Jonathan Gannon from the Cardinals. Any, anyone think that he could uh, they could beat Jonathan? Can you post Gannon? a picture of what this guy looks like? Uh, if I could find a picture of this man. Uh oh, just generic white nerd. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, hang on, I'm about oh, to yes. send. Bald, balding hairline. Yep, this guy's getting. This guy looks like he does. Uh, he's one of those CrossFitter dudes at the gym. Tommy, are you? Have he's you pulled a picture up. up of this, sir? Of this man? This man's getting beat. I'm this sorry. He's forty years old. Looks like he's a cancer patient. Yes, he's getting beat. Tommy, do you think you could beat yeah, up I Jonathan can. Gannon? Jonathan Gannon. Do we have a photo of Jonathan Gannon? Oh. Ben Tommy found just... One. Oh, my God. Yeah, this... Fine. Jonathan Gannon. Weird white guy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let me Let me show you the picture I got it. of Tommy. Yeah, there you right. go. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. You got that, Tom? You got that Which one. Which picture in the fight? did you use, Brock? Oh, yeah, perfect. Thank you. He's got some big ass fucking ears. <laughs> so, oh, Tommy, Dumbo ears. Do you think you could beat Jonathan Gannon? Yes. Ben. Yes, I'm keeping track as okay. for my stuff. I also think yes. Up next is Arthur Smith. Of the Falcons. Now, what does he look like again? Now this this is a bro right here. This guy, this guy's a bro. Like I almost Can don't. Ben Robinson fight in my place. <laughs> no, you. It is you. So this is you the guy that you got to fight. Sure. Why does he just look like a? Why does he look like a fat version of Ted Lasso? I mean, he kind of looks like the dad that you would see just, like, chilling at the Little League games drinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think you I, all I'm could beat up? Okay, so... Me, personally, I think I'd lose this one. Ben's saying he's Me, losing? Respectfully, no. You're not beating no, him up? No, I would not be able to... I would not be able to beat up Arthur Smith. Now, see, this is where we all differ because obviously with my job and my previous experiences, uh, I'm not too worried about this. So I'm going to say, yeah, I can beat up Arthur Smith. The next one, however, oh, yeah. I, I don't think I'm beating up. The next one is John Harbaugh. John oh, Harbaugh? Yeah, John Harbaugh. Post a recent picture of him. I'm trying to do that right now. Well, now that I'm seeing Back a recent picture of him, now that I'm seeing a recent picture of him, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not so worried. More recent. There you go. Uh, oh. I feel like 
feel like I can take him on. That shirt is not doing him any favors, though. Let's be honest uh, here. Well, is that also is that a, is he's that a, also sixty one. Yeah, I'm taking this I'm guy. Sorry, on. How, I'm sorry, huh? He's sixty one years old. Oh, he looks really good at sixty one years old. He does. Oh, do- doinked off the goalpost into the extra point. Nice. Okay, but again. Yes, I think I could beat this guy. Tommy? I'm not different from Ben. I'm going to say no. Uh, I've got. He's looking that good at 61. He could definitely kick my ass. No, I've got John Harbaugh. Uh, up next is Sean McDermott. Look no, at him, man. Not even close. Of, no. my, of the Bills. He's sending my ass to the table. Look of at them the bills, titties. I say I'm gonna lose this one. I've got this one. I've got this one. Just hit my ass with a power bomb through a table. I've got this one because I don't think he. Uh, this is Sean 50. of the Bills, correct? Yes, he's fifty right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm by gonna the lose way. this one. He is fifty. So uh, I'm saying Still. I got this one. On the other side, I, I'm saying I can beat all of them up so far. Uh, same with this one here. We're going Frank Reich. Yeah, I'm, I got this one. I'm whooping his yes, ass. I got this one. I'm whooping his ass. Also, a rare Andy Dalton sighting in the background. Yeah, I know. I didn't know he was on the. Uh, <laughs> on the fucking. He's who should be starting for the Panthers right now. He should be. All right, so up next is a man that looks old as hell, and I don't think he's that old. I am talking about, of course, Matt Eberflus. Of the Bears. He's 53. Gentlemen, are you beating up Matt Eberflus? Um, yeah. Say yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm saying I'm whooping his ass. It's not even close. Like he's getting choked out. Up next is the very lovable Zachary Taylor. Zach Taylor. I gotta find a good picture. I feel like he looks like he's like oh yes, oh yes, oh this is an excellent picture of Zach Taylor. Are you only forty years young? Are you beating this man up? Yes. I feel like he looks like he's five six. Ben, he looks like you. Yes. He's a clean sheet of He actually does. He's an overweight, more dad version of me. That is Ben after he has two kids. I sure hope not. That's literally anyone after anyone has two kids. It'd be a close one, I think, but I think I might come out on top just because I'm younger. My food arrived. And because Ben was talking about it, I decided to get it. Bruh. I got canes. What, you get that Caniac combo? I did. 
the double double no bread. Slaw, extra toast. No slaw, extra toast. Good. Up next, coach of the Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski. Who? Kevin Stefanski. I'm gonna need a picture. Yep. So so far, by the way, I've said I can beat up all these coaches. It's Kevin Stefanski. I'm going to say no on this one. He's 41. Oh, no, but still. I see. You look at Zach Taylor, then look at Kevin here. I feel like I could beat Zach, but there's no way I'm beating Kevin. <laughs> yeah, he I'm looks like saying, the abusive I'm, dad type. I'm, 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 I'm going to take a close loss. <laughs> I'm saying I'm yeah, still whooping no. his ass. Because, number one, he looks like he's in my weight class. And number two, I'm looking up his Wikipedia. Uh, he hasn't done anything athletic in his life. Mm. So, like, bring it on. Uh, up next is someone who is definitely in my weight class. Mr. Mike McCarthy. That is... The Dallas Cowboy. Oh, yeah, we're going with that picture. That's a great picture of him right there. And see, the thing is, with Mike McCarthy, I'm just going to run around until he runs out of breath, and then that's how I beat him. Yeah, that's good. Yes, I'm going to say yes, absolutely. No, nah, I'm bum-rushing him. I'm going to double-leg take down his ass, and then I like just how it looks like he's wearing, like, a... A Carhartt? Like he's wearing a brown, a, a brown, like, paper bag from the grocery store full of groceries. So it's bulging out on the one side. Looks like he has a fucking 5XL sweatshirt on. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, it is. Oh, my God. All right. The next one. So y'all saying you can, we can all beat up Ste- yeah. uh, Kevin McCarthy. Up yeah. next. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sean Payton. Uh, I would do Brock. it with a smile on Brock, my face. Brock, on another note. You should probably check the score of the fancy game right now. Did you take the lead? No, I'm getting there. You've been getting there, but look how much time's left. I got, I got, I just need Garrett Wilson to get three more points, and we're fucking gold. I don't think that's gonna happen, no, mighty no. guy. <laughs> no. But Brock, I will say that I would beat uh, Sean Payton, and I'd do it with a smile on my face. Tommy? Uh, I'm sure Tommy yes. feels the same. Uh, yes. Okay, we're all in agreement. We can beat Sean Payton's ass. Right. He deserves it, too. Damn. Damn, Ben. Tell us how you really feel. All right, I'm going to keep it a buck. This is the first one where I'm saying I'm getting my ass whooped. Hey, Campbell. Yeah, Dan Campbell. Yeah, no, oh, I got we we, we all have we all have fight. no fucking we all, we all have no fucking chance against this man. Nope. Dude's gonna like rip our bite our Achilles out of the out of the bottom of our heel. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. I'm gonna be you know, I'm gonna be crying. Like Brock Lesnar when he returned, he fought John Cena at Survivor Series. 
was it SummerSlam? Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. You know oh, that match. Zach Wilson where, like, bomb. To nobody. The ever living hell out of John Cena. Yeah, that's basically what he would do to all three of us. Uh, yeah. Probably. It, it's probably not too close either in that regard. Alright, up next. It's a little bitch. It's Matt LeFleur. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you saying that you could beat Matt LeFleur? I think so. Tommy, are you saying that? I wonder what he looks like without his facial hair. Not good. Oh, Brock, you excited to go see the uh, the Marvels on Friday? No. I even no. He worked Friday. I don't. I'm not even gonna go watch it. Why would I watch that? Ooh, I know. I was just making. I was just bullying you because it's funny. A, a new Lily from AT and T commercial. Thank you, TV. Don't worry about that. Move on next, Coach Brock. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Up next, How was that? D'Amico That's... Ryans. We're all losing this one. Yeah, no, I'm losing. Former NFL linebacker, I'm getting my ass whooped. That's that's a loss right there, my boy. People going to be in that's the background saying whoop that trick. What? <laughs> Just the whole time. Whoop that trick. I'm my ass whoop that trick. That, Holy shit. That trick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Up next is the man that coaches my Indianapolis Colts. Shane um, Bro looks like a weird, tall, lanky guy like me. It'd be a really close one, I can't tell. So, so okay. Okay, I have to ask a question. Are weapons allowed in these fights? No, or is it just they're not. Hands? This is straight up hands. It's just straight, it's straight hands? Yep. Yeah, I could beat the shot of this guy. If Tommy says that, then Mark, I think I, I you can want to too. I know you want to beat the shit out of this guy consistently. No, it's not normally his fault. It's really just the team around him that he didn't. It's not his fault the team's bad. Uh, but yeah, I could beat the fuck out of Shane Steikens. Wasn't he on the Eagles? He was. He was the offensive coordinator. But yes, the answer is yes. Okay, up next. No, I got to get this picture for him. That's a better picture of him. Up next, the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Come on. There we go. Doug Peterson. Yeah. Yes. Ben saying yes. So, yeah. How old is he again, if you could update us, bro? He's pretty old. He's, uh... Come on. <clears throat> He's 55. I would like to remind you that he did play for the Phillies, or for the uh, Eagles. Way back when. As what, a quarterback, right? Yep. So he's still got some motion going there, you know. He's still, uh, he's still, you know, got that arm strength. So, 
keep that in mind with your answer. So what are y'all saying? I'm saying yes, still. Okay. Okay, Tommy? said yes. Okay, yeah, okay, we're all in agreement. We could beat Doug Peterson's ass. Up next, a man I don't want to beat the ass of, but I know I definitely can, Andy Reid. I feel like if I would hit, hit Andy Reid, like, in the upper torso, he would, like, fold over and crumple and die. <laughs> Jesus. Not gonna lie. Jesus Christ. Bro. Like, I hate to say it, but we're all beating Andy Reid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tommy? Yes. You're beating his ass? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I'm glad we can agree on that. <clears throat> Up next, a man that none of us are whooping the ass of. The now head coach of the yeah, no shot. Las no, Vegas no, Raiders and, and former NFL linebacker and Super Bowl champion Antonio Pierce. Ain't no way in hell I'm whooping his ass. No shot. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, if it were Josh McDaniels, I'd say yes, absolutely. You mean you mean the the sleeper agent for the Patriots? Uh but ain't no way any of us are beating this. I already this know since his ass is going to get fired. That skulking little snake's going to sneak his ass back to fucking New England. Well, yeah, he's, it's guaranteed, bro. All right. Up next, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, Brandon Staley. I think yes. Yes. Or with, with facial hair? I'm not so sure, but without <laughs> facial hair, yes. It doesn't matter. With facial hair, Brandon Staley, I'm getting my ass whooped. Without facial hair, I'm whooping his ass. Facial hair or not, I'm beating the Shez guy. Ever since they they didn't finish for the fucking tie, I wanted to beat the fuck out of this man so bad. Uh, Yeah, I can whoop his ass. I've never wanted to curb stomp someone so bad in my life than him. Up next, Sean McVay. No. Uh-uh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm no, going to agree with that no. Um, I no. think we'll go to a draw. Only has his own get-back coach. That tells you enough. It's going to be a draw. That's all I'm going to say. How, how tall? How, Rock, how tall is Sean McVay? Not tall. Not tall. That just means his center of gravity is higher. Or lower to the ground. My yep. bad, I'm dumb. Yeah, uh, he's not tall. All right, up next. If I can spell his name right. Okay, that's how. Is, if Tommy was an NFL coach, Mike McDaniels. Yes, the the dweeb is getting beat. I'd take away his vape stick. And he wouldn't be able to breathe, and then I'd I'd hit him in the lungs. Fight to a we would fight to a draw. <laughs> I'm I'm beating the fuck out of him. We would fight to a draw. We would fight to a draw. Just take his take his vape pen away, and he can't do anything anymore. All right. Me and Mike McDaniel would fight to a draw. That's crazy to think about that you two would fight to a draw. Man, With the, the other ones that you've said on this really... list, you you can whoop his ass. <laughs> the Chargers 
Chargers defense really allowed not a single touchdown to the Jets tonight. That's crazy. Up next, Kevin O'Connell. Sorry, sorry, Tommy, you lost. Yes, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, I lost one. by one fucking point. Had you started the defense, the other defense that was on your bench, you would have won. Kevin O'Connell. The other defense on my bench. Kevin what are you talking about? Oh no, the other tight end. My bad. You mean if I started Dalton Schultz, I would have won? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wait. You didn't start Dalton Schultz. No, he started Travis. Dude. I wanted to start Travis because I thought ta- fucking Taylor was going to be there, but no, she wasn't. It was in She's Germany. She's going to Germany. The fuck? Is this uh, Minnesota's head coach? Yes, it's Kevin O'Connell. Are you beating up Kevin O'Connell? Kevin <sighs> O'Connell. I feel like this could be a draw for me. It's a draw. I think I'm going to say a draw. I, he looks like he knows some jujitsu or something, but I'm still beating his ass. Yeah. All right, up next. Is this the shoveled looking homeless man? <laughs> Is this a beautiful picture? <laughs> the football guy right there. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Are you beating up Bill Belichick? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm glad we're all in agreement that we would beat up the uh, old man. The re- I'm glad Brock, that you so all Brock, think this, that you can beat up the old guy. This is how Bill Belichick wakes up in the morning realizing that Tom's not on the team anymore. And... All right, up next, Dennis Allen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tommy? Allen? You, you, you ain't got to ask me fucking twice. So, yes? Bro looks like his... his bro looks like That's his a guess. Absolutely, yes. Bro, bro's nose looks like it could do some damage, though, but... Other than that, So no. does Tommy's nose, the nothing. fuck? I'm beating this guy. Yeah, I'm. 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 He's gonna die. Brian Dayball. Dayball. Mm. Now, see, this is a tough one here. This is a tough, interesting, interesting. Because I think this could be a loss. That man could get that man, that man had that man has the bald headed rage, bro. I don't know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking too. Have you seen? Have you seen him on the sideline sometimes? Yeah, I'm still whooping his ass though. I'm gonna say no. Well, if he's saying no, Tommy, you gotta say no. Saying yes. What? Overpower it. Okay. Well, we're all losing to this next guy. As soon as it loads and sends. Robert Sullivan. Yeah, we're all dying. <laughs> I have, we're getting murdered. I have, I have a zero chance. I have a zero chance. How quickly is he whooping your ass, Tommy? Very. He's hitting with a one-two good night. Okay. Up next. He's hitting me with a left-right, and it's good night. Up next. Yeah, this is Nick a Nick Sirianni. 
Sirianni. Ben Sirianni's losing. Loss. Um, I'm losing too. I'm hitting him with that north south elbows. He's got no legs. He's gonna fucking hit me with that brotherly shove me on the ground and beat the shit out of me. Dude's got no legs. Knocking him over, just pumbling his ass. He ain't gonna be able to do anything. It's over. I'm beating his ass. I'm beating Nick Sirianni's ass. <clears throat> now, up next is someone that I would have said no to a few years ago, but today I'm saying yes, I'm whooping his ass. Mike Tomlin. How old's Mike Tomlin? Uh, damn near 60. Um... Tommy, are you beaten up? Mike Tomlin. This, 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 is, a no, this is a no for me. <laughs> Damn, okay. Wow, Tommy's very confident in himself, apparently. I'm being realistic with myself, and I'm saying no. Tommy's saying yes, Ben's saying no. Interesting. Up next, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Tommy, are you beating Kyle Shanahan up? Kyle Shanahan? Kyle yep. Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Yes. Ben? Yeah. All right, we're all whooping Kyle Shanahan's ass. Good to know. Up next is another old man. Uh, he's kind of older and decrepit now. He's very much looking like, uh, you know, he probably could play Joe Biden in a movie. Uh, it's Pete Carroll. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Pete. Tommy, are you beating Pete Carroll's ass? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay, well, um, I'm going to say yes, but it's going to feel wrong, too. Yes. So, that's all I'm going to say on that. Up next, a man that uh, at one time looked very threatening, but uh, since has just become kind of a, kind of flabby and fat and lost all of his muscle mass. Of course, I am talking about Todd Bowles. At one point in time, I would not have, but I think yes. Tommy? Todd Bowles? I don't know. Draw. You're saying draw, huh? Draw, yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, up next is a man that none of us are beating. In fact, you know what? Yeah, I'm using that picture as the reason why none of us are beating him. Uh, up next is uh, Mike fucking Vrabel. Are you beating that? Look at uh, that! Fuck no. Fuck no. After fucking lootly not. This man headbutted someone with a helmet on. You tell me I'm gonna beat the shit out of that dude? No, he's gonna beat the shit out of me. Ben? Yeah, no shot. Dude said he'd cut his... Cut yeah. his thing off if they... He said he would cut his the... fucking dick off. <laughs> I'm not winning against that. I'm not winning against that. I don't think anyone's winning against that. 
Maybe Dan Campbell, but that's about it. And finally, Riverboat Ron. Yeah. Tommy, are you beating up the only Hispanic coach in the NFL? Um, if he was, if he was in, if he was still at Carolina, I'd say no. But since he's with Washington, yes. Okay, I don't know what. As much as I hate to say it, but with just medical history, yes, I am oh, beating. Yeah. Riverboat. Oh, uh, you can't throw that. Uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh. you can't throw that into effect. You can't throw that. What do you mean? One hundred percent, you can. But yes, he's getting beat. Yeah, I'm beating the fuck out of him. Zach Wilson got sacked eight times tonight. All right, to review. Going down in order. Jonathan Gannon. Yes. Tommy? Tommy? You said yes. yes. Arthur Smith. No. Did I, did I say no? You said no. Oh, yeah, I said no. I said yes. John Harbaugh. Yes. I said no. I said yes. Sean McDermott. No. Tommy? I said no. I said yes. Frank Reich. Yes. Yes. I said yes as well. Matt Eberflus. Yes. Yes. I said yes as well. Zach Taylor, a.k.a. just a dad version of Ben. Yes. I said yes. I did as well. Kevin Stefanski. No. I said I said no. I said yes, because I fear only a few on this list. Mike McCarthy? Yes. Yes. Sean Payton? Yes. Dan Campbell? Oh hell fucking no. no. Yeah, we all yeah, we all said absolutely hell no. Matt LaFleur? Yes. Yes. I said yes. D'Amico Ryans? No. I, I said no, right? If you said yes, I have several yeah, no. questions. Hey, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. I said, I said, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. No, I said. I said. I said no. Hey, uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, in women's basketball tonight, uh, oh, number yeah, one ranked LSU lost. Number one ranked LSU lost to twenty ranked uh Colorado in women's basketball, ninety two to seventy eight. I would not be. D'Amico Ryan's in a fight. Nick Sir or not Nick Sirianni, god damn it. God damn it, Gordon. Uh Shane Steichen? Yes. Yes. I said yes as well. Doug Peterson? Yes. Tommy? Yes. Okay. I did say yes. yes. Andy Reid? Yes. 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 
<laughs> Jonathan Pierce? <laughs> or Antonio Pierce? No. What the heck? No. No. Yeah, no. 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 Brandon Staley? Yes. Yeah. I did say yes as well. 100% yes. <laughs> Sean McVay? No. I said no. I said yes. Uh, Tommy, if he was an NFL coach, Mike McDaniels? I said draw. I said yes. I said yes. Kevin O'Connell? Did I say yes? You said no. I said no, that's right. I said draw. I said draw. I'm whooping his ass. The homeless man in New England? Yes. Yes. We're all in agreement there. Um, Tommy's favorite coach, Dennis Allen? Yes. A thousand percent yes. I'm breaking him in half like a toothpick. Brian Dayball? No. No, I said no. Uh, Yes. Me and him are the same weight class. It'd be a hell of a fight. Robert Sala? No. no. Absolutely no. not. No. Absolutely no. He's breaking not. me. Nick Sirianni? No. Well, Robert Sala is picking my ass up like how Bane broke Batman's back. He's straight up going to beat my ass like that. Again, Nick Sirianni? Nick Sirianni, I said no. I said yes. Mike Tomlin? No. Tim Mayer, does he look fatter in this photo than previous photos I've seen of him? Well, that's a very recent photo of him, so he's fat. He looks fat as fuck. It's I'm still saying no. I'm whooping his ass. Did I say yes? No, you said no. Yeah, I'm whooping his ass. Wait, are you sure? I'm pretty sure I said yes. Okay, either way, no. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Yes. 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 Pete Carroll. Yes. Yes. I'm beating the fuck out of that Joe Biden wannabe. Todd Bowles. Yes. Uh, I say no. Yeah, you said no. Or did I say yes? You said no. Okay. Uh, I'm beating him up. Mike Vrabel. No. Yeah, no, absolutely not. We all stand no chance against that man. Yeah, pretty much. And Ron Rivera. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm beating the fuck out of him. All right, there you go. That was uh, all the NFL coaches we could beat up. It's now time for who you play for. Oh, shoot. He doesn't Give me have just a, a second, gentlemen. All right, that's fine. We can do Who's Your Daddy? Gentlemen, this one takes us to Cleveland, Ohio. From 2001 to 2006, in the Gund Arena. Uh, This team played in the AHL. I'm looking for the NHL affiliate for the Cleveland Barons. Gentlemen... Who's their daddy? Um, you said in Cleveland, right? Cleveland, two thousand one to two thousand six. 
on the 2006 Cleveland Baron. Is there a NHL team in Minnesota? Yes, there's an NHL team in Minnesota. Which one's that again? I'm drawing a blank. In wild? Minnesota, the Wild? Oh, sorry, no. I'm, I'm stupid. I meant... Um... In Ohio? Yes, there's an NHL team in Ohio. The really? Colum- the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's a team? Yeah. I'll go with that one because okay. I forgot that that team existed. Tommy? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say 2001 to 2006. Hmm. Oh, usually they're not very close to each other. I'm gonna—I don't know why. I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Wild, though. Gentlemen, I'm going to uh, send the picture of their logo, and you're immediately gonna know who it is. That's the oh, logo. bruh. What the heck, man? Gentlemen, this was the uh, AHL uh, affiliate for. For the San Jose Sharks. What in the world? They, of course, would eventually move to Worcester to become the Worcester Sharks. And they are now the San Jose Barracudas. <clears throat> yeah, I, I tricked y'all <clears throat> on that one, didn't I? That was a good one, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. I occasionally will bust out some good ones like that. Uh, You want another one? Sure. Tommy? I guess. All right. This one, gentlemen, takes us to Abbotsford, British Columbia. At the Abbotsford Entertainment and Sports Center. From 2009 to 2014, uh, this team had one, one, it one affiliate during their time. This, of course, is the Abbotsford Heat. Who's their daddy? Where was this team from again? Abbotsford, British Columbia. Isn't there a team in British Columbia? Vancouver. No. What was the name of the team again? The Abbotsford Heat. Wait. The Abbotsford Heat. Okay, what province of Canada oh, are you part of? You know British what? Columbia. I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the Devils, because you know uh Heat and Devils are hot, so Okay, okay. That's what I'll I'm say. Agree with ben. I I'm inclined to agree with Ben. Well, Gentlemen, there is a team that also has something to do with heat in the NHL. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> and they are the from the Providence, just a one over the the Abbotsford Heat, the AHL uh, affiliate Calgary? for the Calgary Flames. Oh, uh, I forgot Calgary existed. That's right. 
interesting. Yep. All right, gentlemen. There you go. That's been Who's Your Daddy. Cool. Do you have your game ready to go now, Ben? Yes, I do. All right, then let's begin. For who he play for, we are covering a player who played from 2014 to 2022. He didn't play in uh, the 2021 or he didn't play in the 2021 season. Okay, but um. He played for four teams in his career. He has a career war of point one. Okay. And our player this week is Terrence Gore. Royals? Yes, Royals for five years. Dodgers? Dodgers for a year. Miami? Uh, the Mets. Miami wrong, but the Mets for a year. Oh, I thought he was in the Miami. Because he was with the, the Royals Braves. from... Tw- no. He was with the Royals from 2014 to 2017, and then he was back with them in 2019. You're missing the team he was on in 2018, but then he was with the Dodgers he in said, 2020. He said no to the... Hey, are you sure... I'm pretty sure I could have sworn Terrence Gore played for the Braves. No, he did not. Sure. I am dead serious. He might have been on their like a minor league system, but according to baseball reference, he never... Here, I'll, I'll see what the minors say. Yeah, he was he was on Atlanta's minor league team. He was their, on their AAA affiliate in 2021. But he never reached the he never reached the active roster in twenty twenty one. But it was the Mets in twenty twenty two, the Dodgers in twenty twenty, the Royals in twenty nineteen, and then twenty fourteen through seventeen, and you're just missing the one last team he was on in twenty eighteen. Seattle. No. I think more uh closer to uh, our location, country-wise. Milwaukee. No, but same division. St. Louis. No. Chicago. Yes. Okay. He was on the Cubbies in 2018. Look at that. All right, well, that was a good one. And did... But did you know, this one was a nice and short one, kind of, but in his eight years of being in the Major League, he played a total of 112 games. Huh. Sounds about 86 right. Of those were, 86 of those were with the Royals, 10 with the Mets, 2 with the Dodgers, and 14 with the Cubs. And obviously his best uh, career, or best team stat-wise that he played for was with the Royals. And um, his best year, actually, by far, was 2019, when he played 37 games for the Royals. Hmm. Where he had 14 hits in 
58 at bats. Or no, 14 and 51 at bats. And he had one RBI, and that's the one RBI he's had his entire career. Well, there you go. So that is Terrence Gore. All right, Tommy, talk about the NFL. And he wore number zero for every single team he played for. Oh, man, the NFL was actually somewhat decently good this week, except for the Germany game. That game was so boring. I will say, though, I was so happy after seeing Tyreek talk smack all week, him fumbling and causing his his fumble, causing uh, the Chiefs to score the winning touchdown for the game. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, there was that. But, I mean, yeah, the Germany game was there. I mean, that was all right. And Tyreek Hill promised, I guess, to win against his whole team. But then, yeah, that didn't happen. Um, Obviously, the big game. Obviously, the big talking point of last week, now that the Chargers-Jets game just went final, was the Buccaneers and Texans. Literally going both blow or blow. And C.J. Stroud beating the uh, city, uh, beating Andrew Luck's uh, all-time rookie record of all-time passing yards and touchdowns in a game with I'm going to show you guys the uh, ESPN win probability just in the last, just the entirety of the game. Just, 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 just take a look at this. Whoa. It's in the last, like, oh shit, where'd it go? That was in the last two minutes of the game, by the way. You see how high it peaked for Carolina, or for Tampa Bay, and then you see how quick it just shoots straight back down. (laughs) Oh, man. That's crazy. Oh, it's insane. But, um, yeah, another thing was, is Josh Dobbs in his first official game as a Minnesota Viking taking care of business against the Atlanta Falcons. Honestly, not going to lie, it was really nice to see him actually win that game. Plus, you saw stuff on the sidelines um, about him taking reps from his uh, center, which honestly no, is really did, nice did to you see. Guys, you guys saw the thing that he, he hadn't taken reps with the, the first team all week, right? Or like Since he'd been traded there, he hadn't taken a single rep with the the first team until the game. And Kevin O'Connell had to like literally translate every single play for him. But still though, it was nice to see that, you know, he actually, yeah, actually I'm, I'm happy he won. somewhat somewhat decent game. I mean he went uh twenty to thirty with hundred and fifty eight yards passing and two touchdowns in a win. Oh that was that was actually nice to see. Of course, there was some video I saw, some Vikings fan. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. This man literally was shaving his eyebrows while fucking Creed was playing with the back in the background. Do you know what video I'm talking about? Bruh. I'm not kidding. I am dead serious when I said this. And I think the video said the links you got to go for your, for your teams. <laughs> Alopecia, homie. 
<laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> let's see. What else? What else? Uh, the Colts took care of business against... The Rocks Colts took care of business against the Panthers. Uh, the Saints, uh worked out a win against the Bears, even though they had no right of having that game and, uh, that close. I had Cole Komet on the bench in my other fantasy leagues that I'm in. Oof. And that's, an, oof that's a tough one right there. Yeah, but I still won, so that's okay. Um, the Cowboys and the Eagles once again renewed their bitter rivalry this time. The Eagles pulling out a win in the stopping Dallas at like what the three yard, like the two or three yard line. Scored oh yeah, the win, and of course, guess who posted after the game? Who did it? Stephen A. Smith. Oh boy, what did he say? Of course, what do you think he said? He always just shits on the Cowboys every time they lose. Oh, he sent the the laughing video. Yes, he did the laughing video, but apparently he was actually physically at the game this time. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh. But, That's yeah, always I mean, so funny. And then just now recently, uh, Chargers basically taking care of business against the Jets. And also, I hate the NFL. You know why? The next two weeks, we, get to, we have to... You have to be forced to watch Denver in primetime games. Yuck. They're not flexing those ga- and they're not flexing those games out. And they are set on in firm that they want those games in primetime. Which I find Yuck. disgusting. Yuck. Ew. Gross. Wheat. Yuck. Ew. Gee, when I found out that Denver's going to be on primetime two straight weeks. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the NFL talk. Okay, we're good. Nice. Yo, where'd Brock go? I'm in the bathroom. Where'd he go? Oh, Lord. I put the next segment in the chat. Yes, thank you. It is now time for my uh, list. Of everything. So let me pull up my camera roll. Because as everyone can probably tell, I am away from my laptop because I am on a business trip for work. So. Let's see. Um... Let's see. I'm trying to think. Okay. Um, let's see. So, okay, here we go. Um, here we go. Kirk Cousins, uh, Achilles' surgery was a success the other day. That is good. We need Perk Cousins back. We need Perk Cousins back. Oh, it's big. It's big, Kirko. Um, 
The Rangers won their first World Series title in the 63-year history of the team. Everyone was wanting the Diamondbacks, so... And then uh, Corey Seager won his second career World Series MVP, even though nobody's counting that 2020 World Series MVP with the Dodgers. Um... Yada, yada. Oh, that's something me and Brock will be talking about. Um, it's now been eight years since the Royals won the World Series. Fuck you. Why'd you have to remind me? Why? 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 I fucking hate you, Ben. Yeah, I know. Um... Uh, Worlds of Fun and Six Flags Amusement Parks announced their official merger agreement uh, this past week. Technically, it's Cedar Fair, which owns Worlds of Fun. Yes, thank you. But um, it'll still be called Worlds of Fun. Uh, It's just at the corporate level, it will be referred to as uh, Six Flags. Um, And... uh, since uh, Cedar Fair has rights to the Peanuts characters at their parks, and uh, Six Flags has rights to DC and Looney Tunes characters at their parks, uh, now both parks will be able to, since the merger, they'll be able to be have all those characters. And so you could be seeing characters such as Batman and Bugs Bunny at Worlds of Fun now. Um, I want to watch Lionel Ronald get the fuck out of the Joker. Ronald Acuna and Shohei Otani earned the 2023 MLBPA Outstanding Player Awards. Um, Former Royal Ian Kennedy retired following the World Series after he will be getting a ring with the Rangers. So wait, hold on, wait, say that again. Former Royals pitcher Ian Kennedy is now retiring after winning the World Series with the Rangers. Nice. Yes. Um, today in Liberty, Missouri, uh, the grand opening of the the new Hawaiian Bros was today. There in Liberty. So that's something. Oh my god, who the hell cares? Nobody exactly. Ben, I'm gonna be honest. Ben, I'm gonna be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just some uh, interesting player names to throw out there that are now free agents in baseball. Uh, Kyle Gibson. Uh... Adam Duvall, Albert Mondesi. Uh, let's see. Yasmani Grandal. Uh, from the Reds, Harrison Bader is a free agent. And also Buck Farmer. Yeah, okay, whatever. Don't care. Okay, then. The Royals should, hi- should totally sign Harrison Bader, though. Um... Uh, the Texas Rangers 5-0 victory over the Arizona Diamondbacks for their first championship Wednesday night drew the, the – the, that game obviously drew the largest audience. 
but it was this World Series finished as the least watched uh, fall classic ever. As MLB sucks at social media and spreading awareness of when the games are going on. Yes, that was the only um, reason why. I was about to... okay. And no one wants to watch an under... Nobody wants to watch an underdog team face an underdog team in the World Series anyways. Yeah, totally not. Well, it's two underdogs. You want to... The, someone wants there to be like the bad guys, and then someone wants to root for the underdogs. But it was two underdogs no, that... No, the Rangers were the bad guys. They wore the black hat. What were they? What, weren't they like the seventh seed in the AL or whatever? Only because they lost the division by one game. Mm. Um... Yeah, and also some of that information on Ian Kennedy retiring. He pitched for 17 years with over 1,900 innings for six different teams. Ian Kennedy? Yeah. Basically, what, a two-time World Series champion? Mm-hmm. Um, this was posted on r slash... And this was posted in r slash fantasy football advice on Reddit the other day. Please tell me it's the one, it's the trade where it's like, please tell me it's what I think it is. Please tell me what I think it is. I think you, I think Tommy already knows what it is. Yeah. <laughs> if yes. you'd like to uh, read that, Brock. From the toilet? Okay. Oh, you, you, you can so, read it when you come back, but... Oh my god, I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this okay, out. Okay, go ahead. Hear this. It says this. So it says this. So it's in fantasy football advice. You know, trade deadlines and all that are happening. It says, guy in my league is offering Pollock for CMC. Comma. <laughs> and I get to bang his wife one time. Says, uh, the post continues and says, Guy in my league is 3-5 and five and desperate to turn his team around and needs more consistency in the running back position. He sent me a text saying that he wants Christian McCaffrey, but there's not really anyone on his team I want. I am currently 7-1, and one, so I don't need to make any changes, really. He said I could bang his wife one time if I accept the trade, and it goes through. Honestly, it's pretty tempting since he has... <laughs> Since she has huge sense and I've always fantasized about her. Is it worth throwing my chances to win win the ship out the window for a chance to bang his wife? Question mark. Yeah. And it has over it has over four point eight up four four point eight thousand upvotes and over seven hundred and seventy comments. Mm. Then uh, Patrick Mahomes is interested in playing in the flag football at the 2028 Summer Games. We ain't gonna lose. Honestly, we should. Honestly, we should just send all the NFL players to play in the Summer Olympics. They're not doing. Yeah, anything. and then we don't lose. We never lose. Yeah, we would never lose. Um. He finally retired, but Nelson Cruz has retired after 19 years. 
a few years too too long, my guy. Um. Also, uh, shout out to Will Smith, the former Royals pitcher, not the actor. But um, he made a uh, little history on his own, if you guys hadn't heard the other day. You guys know who Will Smith, the pitcher, is, correct? Yes. Okay. But um, as part of Texas's World Series winning 2023 squad, the 34-year-old lefty won his third World Series in three years. That's right. Uh, Will Smith has been a part of each of the past three World Series winners, the 2021 Braves, the 2022 Astros, and this year's Rangers. Becoming the first player in MLB history to be on the World Series roster with three teams in three consecutive years and winning it all each time. So congrats to him. Then... Um, Deion Sanders promoted Pat Shermer to co-offensive coordinator and allowing him to do play calls. And yes, that Pat Shermer, the former uh, longtime NFL coach. Um, then we have... Uh, Michigan has finally parted ways with Connor Stallions. As as Michigan said that he has resigned from his position with Michigan Athletics. Somehow this will be Missouri's fault. Yeah, and guess what? They're also trying to throw Ohio State under the bus as well. Um, the Royals released a sneak peek at their uh, special uh, giveaway calendar this past week for this next season. The, 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 their promotion calendar, my bad. The Royals released uh, what their promotion calendar is. It's pretty dope. I'll let you guys look at that on your own time. Um, mm. Oh, uh, Sicko's committee released uh, their very own poll of who is receiving votes in their October poll for college stuff, and it's pretty funny. You guys should look at that. Um. Um. Oh, if you didn't know, Brock, the Reds claimed outfielder Bubba Thompson off waivers from the Royals. What a name. Then also, the Orioles claimed right-handed pitcher Tucker Davidson off the waivers from the Royals. Um. Then... We have Let's see 
know, um, I don't know who in the world Jerry is, but he was on uh, the Big Ten Network this weekend, and I want to know what he was smoking very badly for um, what uh, his prediction for the the Iowa Northwestern game was. Oh, oh, one of the analysts. You see, you guys. Yeah, tell I me guess you someone, see the picture I, just I guess made. some. I guess some person on the Big Ten Network had like the bold predictions, and it said Iowa and Northwestern will combine for sixty-three plus points. What the fuck? That guy's on crack. I'm on crack. But um, that that Northwest, the Iowa Northwestern game was also at Wrigley Field. By the way, if you guys didn't know. Yeah. And that one end zone was whoosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, apparently someone did the entire game highlights in black and white because they were in Wrigley Field, which made it ten times better. And then also, if you guys didn't know, um, Sticko's committee made it onto ESPN the other day. Do you guys want to know how Sicko's committee got on ESPN? Please. The potential for the the Big Ten West seven-way tie. Oh, God. Well, it's not happening now. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Only, only if it did. It ain't happening. You know why? Cause Iowa won. Mm-hmm. Hey, Iowa won, didn't they? Yep. And then Indiana, all Indiana also got their first uh, conference win over Wisconsin this weekend. Also, Nebraska lost to Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, by three. Huh. Phil, you go then, dude, uh, and going into that game. You said there was no way Nebraska was going to lose. I never, I never, put that fact down. And what did I tell you? They lost. You washed up, son. There's dude, also a. You're, uh, you're not winning. There, I, I you're forgot not going what to the, a bowl game. You are not. What going division to a bowl game. is a. Or what conference is Tulane, SMU, UTSA, Memphis, etc. in? That's the American Conference, my good sir. There's a potential for a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10-way tie for that division as well. Yeah, not really, but okay. Oh, you, you, really? Someone someone worked it out, but I don't think it's happening anymore. No, it's, it's not happening. That's why I said... No, there's not, so... But look at that, man. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, it's not happening. But, um... It, I don't know. Did, did you guys catch the, the Rice game at all this weekend? Uh, yeah, a little bit. That game went nuts. Uh, did yeah, you see the helmets? about that? Did you, did you see uh, the helmets that Rice was wearing this weekend? No. Dude, I'm gonna call all over these helmets. 
Eh. They're all right. Eh? What do you mean? Eh. That's the cleanest looking owl logo you could probably get on a helmet. Mm. Oh, also. Uh, that's, that's all right. Yeah. Thanks to uh, uh, Reddit College Football reposted by Sicko Committee. But um, they posted this uh, on Friday. I don't think this is the same now. But um, they had said this is there is now a six-car pileup of two lost teams for second place in the Ivy League. There has not been a two-loss champ in the conference since 1982. Have it lost again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Told y'all watch out Which for Dartmouth. Which is funny. I told y'all watch out for Dartmouth. And they did. Oh. They didn't listen. They didn't heed my warning. Oh. That's actually crazy to think that... Wait. You mean to tell me they, they... Either all the conference champions in the Ivy League have either been undefeated or have had one loss? Yep. Yeah. That's actually hella impressive, not gonna lie. Um, sad to tell you, Brock, but um, the Reds have declined Joey Votto's $20 million option for 2024. Yeah, he also retired, so... Good to know. Oh, wait, really? That's what that was about? Yeah. Also, something that made me happy, the White Sox declined Tim Anderson's $14 million option. Bye-bye, Tim Anderson. Come <laughs> to Kansas City, Tim. No, we don't yes. want Tim Anderson. Uh, Come to Kansas no. City. Respectfully, no, no, no. Uh, this was a scene at the Arkansas-Florida game this weekend. There were a lot of scenes at the Arkansas-Florida game. What the hell? Dude, Arkansas beat Florida. Arkansas. Fucking Arkansas beat Florida. So here's another picture from uh, my from the, the Illinois-Minnesota game that I'd gotten that I thought was really pretty with the sunset in the background. Nice. It's actually not a bad picture. That's actually a really nice picture. God, I didn't realize oh, yeah. how weird their stadium looks. What the hell? God, it looks so weird. Like, God, it looks... Yeah, it does. It looks like 16 different stadiums put together. It's I, like you want to tell me the Vikings actually played a playoff game in there? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Um... Oh, um... The, uh... Penn State Maryland game was this weekend. Was this and, past um, weekend? Oh, my bad. But um Maryland had negative forty nine rushing yards that game. <laughs> nice. Way to go, Penn State. Negative forty nine. <sighs> but still had fifteen first downs. Uh, here was some of the scenes from uh, Bedlam this weekend. Mm. Oh, it's so beautiful to see. 
It wasn't played at night. That's my only issue. I mean, yeah. that game is usually never played at night anyway. Yeah, it is. When was the last time um, it was Bedlam was played at night? The last time they were in Stillwater. Iowa has had Iowa has had seven games the past two seasons with over unders of thirty five or lower. All seven have gone under. Travis Kelsey passes Hall of Fame tight end Tony Gonzalez for the most receiving yards in Chiefs team history this weekend. Mm. Going three catches for 14 yards to break that record. Um, Let's see. What else? What else? What else do we have? Um... Odo Beckham Jr. scored his first touchdown of the season, finally, as uh, the Ravens clobbered the Seahawks. And it's a uh, USC... It's a make-a-wish touchdown right there. Yeah. Uh, USC fired their defensive coordinator. Need to do that a while <laughs> ago. Yeah, Josh McDaniels and uh, the Raiders general manager are gone. Um, let's see. Uh, the Raiders lit up cigars in the locker room after winning their first game after McDaniels got fired. Which was funny. Ryan Hayes of the Pittsburgh Pirates is the first NL winner at third base for a Golden Glove, not named Nolan Arenado since 2012. Cool. Which is nuts. Um, oh, a friend of mine sent me this picture, which you guys will probably find funny. Mm. Okay. Serious injury or death may occur. Um, this morning, the Cleveland Spiders hired Stephen Vogt as their new manager. Yes, that's Stephen Vogt, the former catcher. And if you didn't know, he had spent this last season as the bullpen and quality control coach for Seattle. Uh, Daniel Jones is out for this season with a torn ACL for the Giants. Great look that contract is starting to be. Um, 
Dallas Goddard suffered a fractured forearm versus the Cowboys. Which means that Albert O could be getting a lot more playtime with the Eagles. Hello? Check your phone. Yes, sir. Sporting Kansas City shocks uh, St. Louis City to advance in the MLS playoffs. <laughs> I love that we swept them in the playoffs. That made me so happy. Suck that blue dick, bitch. Um, uh, the Cubs fired David Roth and signed Craig Council today to a five-year, oh, so $40 million dollar contract. Okay. Yeah, they did fire David Roth. Sad to say. Again, he's going to end up in probably Milwaukee. I'm that almost would done, be actually, gentlemen. So. I don't know how I feel about that, not going to lie. Um, as you guys know this weekend, the Iowa-Northwestern game was at Wrigley Field. But um, Murphy's Bleachers, a famous bar across the street from Wrigley, sold more beer this Saturday than any other day ever. Ever. Not even when the Cubs won the World Series after 108 years of waiting. This weekend, that bar sold the most beer that they'd ever sold, ever. I guess uh, Iowa fans need to drink beer in order to watch their football team, which I understand. And then I also, uh, I stopped at, while on my work trip, we stopped at this uh, liquor store tonight, which was super funny. And I also want to show you guys a picture. We do not care. All right, if you guys don't care, I'm just going to turn my phone off and go to bed then, but... uh. Uh, it really be like that, huh? But anyways, my list is done. Whatever, moving on. Yeah, dude, we've got three more segments to do. Like, I hate to wrap you up, but we're almost two hours in. Actually, now we're over two hours in. And, you know, we still got this. Anyway. I have compiled a list, gentlemen, of every single relocation name in Madden that has appeared in the next gens. Um, yeah, there you go. It is what it is there. Read them off if you want. I don't care. Time for most expensive ticket. What? What, Tommy? All right, some of the worst names. uh, Armadillos. um, Oh, yeah. We got... uh, Hang on. Yeah, it's also a top ten. That one sucks. So, uh, compile your lists. Write them down. I'm going to start with mine. I'm going to start with my (sighs) ten worst. Uh, number, Number ten worst... Is the Diablos. It's fucking generic and it sucks. Right? Hang on, is that math work? 
No, my bad. Number 10 is the Tigers. That name's generic, and it sucks. Number 9 is the Lumberjacks. It's generic, and it sucks. Huh? Nothing. Uh, Number 9, Lumberjacks. Generic. Sucks. Number 8, Conquistadors. That one sucks, too. It's generic. Number 7, the Golden Eagles. It makes no sense. Number six, the Voyagers. Again, makes no sense. Number five, the Nighthawks. What the fuck is a Nighthawk? Number four, the Antlers. Why the fuck would an NFL team call themselves the Antlers? Number three, the Red Dragons. That name sucks horribly. Number two, the Celtic Tiger. A name that I don't even know what the fuck it means. And number one, the Egyptians. Why the fuck would you call an NFL team the Egyptians? Why would you even move a team to Egypt in the first place? At Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee. The other names Yay, for the, the other names for the uh, the other names are better that you can use for them for the Memphis teams. Anyway, Tommy, you're ten worst. Out of this list. I literally have no time to go right now. I, did, I, I don't. Here, here, in no particular order, Brock, here are my, my worst ten. Okay, Ben has the Celtic Tigers, the Antlers, the Diablos, the Bulls, the Beats, the Lancers, the Redwoods, the Aftershock, the Caps, and the Armadillos. Tommy, just tell me what the worst two are. Worst two, Egyptians... And antlers. That's it. Okay. It's now time for the 10 best. In my opinion. Number 10, the Dreadnoughts. That's a cool-ass name. It's not used enough. Number 9, the Blues. It's a good name, especially for the city that it goes, it goes to. Number 8, the Caps. Fucking great name. Even better logo that they use. Number 7, the Snowhawks. Just great name. Great name. Number six, the Oilers. It's exclusive to Houston. And yes, it is the old Houston Oilers. Number five, the Steamers. Their color scheme is beautiful and the logo is awesome. Number four, the Marshalls. They got removed because people were butthurt because somebody... you, I'm not going to name my team after law enforcement. They got butthurt about it. Number three, Desperados. A name that needs to be used more. Number two, Armadillos. Somebody should name their fucking professional franchise the Armadillos. And number one, the Crusaders. The Crusaders is the best name that was used in any of the games, and they removed it, and I'm pissed. Let me move. Let let me have the Paris Crusaders, goddammit. Or the London Crusaders. Come on. The colors are black and gold. Fuck you. Just let me have them. I want the damn Crusaders, motherfuckers. Put them back in the game. Tommy. Go to Ben. Oh, okay. Well, Ben's still typing. Just a second. I need one more. Um... There's a lot of good ones. Like... There's 20, my favorite 10. 24 up is good. Ben has the Nighthawks. Why? The Golden Eagles. Why? The Bats. Understandable. The av- the Aviators. Yeah, that's a good one. The Thunderbirds. Yeah, okay. The Black Knights. It's a good name. 
The Dreadnoughts, excellent name. The Snowhawks, great name. The Oilers, incredible name. And the Crusaders, you're goddamn right. Tommy? Snowhawks and Oilers, and that's all I can really think of. All the other pet names are meh. Not, not the Crusaders? Uh, eh? Just eh? I think of Crusaders. I think of a. I think of like a, a like a, like a thirteen U baseball team. No, you you messed up for that one. Anyway, it's now time for most expensive ticket. Am I wrong though? Yeah, you're wrong because I think of a high school team. Oh. Or you know, Holy Cross, the Crusaders. Fuck a great name. Anyway, it's now time for most expensive ticket. Gentlemen, there are four games in the NCAA with the cheapest ticket over a hundred dollars. Give me the three most expensive. Uh, Michigan Penn State. No, that's the whiteout game, isn't it? That is not on the list, gentlemen. Is that game started at eleven? So, uh, most expensive game. We are going with. Georgia Tech, Clemson. No. No, not even close. Uh, Michigan, Penn State. No, I already said no to that one. Uh, Georgia, Ole Miss. That's number one, $265. Arizona, Colorado. Nope. Athens. Not Arizona, Colorado. Utah and Washington. No. Ooh, Miami, Florida versus Florida State. What? That games are on there? Miami, Florida State, number three, 175. Tommy, did you say Utah, Washington just now? He did, and he said yeah, no. Yeah, Utah, Washington. Okay. You're missing um, the second most expensive. It's not uh, Auburn, USC Arkansas, Oregon. is it? It is neither of the ones that y'all said. West Virginia, Oklahoma? Um, nope. By the way, Tommy, you're wondering what the ticket prices were for the Utah Washington game. Uh, you can get them for fifty bucks right now. Michigan State, Ohio State. No. Ooh, Duke, North Carolina. No. Air Force, Hawaii. I have no idea. Nope. And that game starts at ten o'clock. Tommy, any guesses for the second most expensive? Um, second most expensive. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Texas TCU. Texas TCU one eighty seven. Really? Mm-hmm. That game in Fort Worth. It is in yeah. Fort Worth. Uh, there you go. That's why. Gentlemen, there are five NFL games. The cheapest ticket over a hundred dollars. I'm looking for the three most expensive. Um. Uh, Colts know. Patriots. That's number three, one twenty-seven. Well, the, that then, uh, is in Germany. So. Uh, Lions Chargers. Nope. Interesting. Lions Cowboys. Nope. Bills um, Broncos. Nope. Jets Jets Raiders. That's number one, one eighty-seven. That game's on Sunday night. Ew. Looking for the second most expensive. Um, and Tommy had already said Broncos Bills, right? Yep. Yeah, that was a no. How about Browns Ravens? Nope. 49ers Jaguars. 
No to 49ers, Jaguars. What did you say, Tommy? I said Packers, Steelers. That's number two. That's one, 33. Oh. Really? Really? Well, it's two of the most popular fan bases in the NFL. With two trashy, not very good quarterbacks right now. Oh, you're funny. All right, it's now time for Ben's three things. All right, my three things for this week, gentlemen. Oh, that scared the shit out of me. It came out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> Number one on my list of three things. Oh, no. No, it's my turn this week. You did it last oh. week. Okay. Um, with a Veterans Day approaching quickly, mm. um, I I thought we could start us off with um. How a local farm in the Baltimore area is helping veterans tackle trauma with uh, Mother Nature. Um, Ten veterans are set to graduate from an innovative training program at Talmar Farms. In the program, which is in its fifth year, former service members learn about the agricultural industry to train for new jobs while invoking the healing power that comes with being in nature. The veterans grow fruits and vegetables while... While healing their personal traumas. We care. Nice. We care. Number two on my list of three things. No, I said I got it this week, damn it. Um, scientists have offered new evidence to support the possible Great Sphinx origin story. What you have done has made God very unhappy. What the hell, Tommy? I was doing that because at least what I clicked ties into what Ben's talking about. Now, a new study offers evidence to suggest that theory might be plausible... According to New York University, a team of scientists in NYU's Applied Mathematics Laboratory set out to address the theory of, uh, um, let's see, theorized the, the theory of wind playing a big hand in shaping the Great Sphinx of Giza before the ancient Egyptians added surface details to the landmark sculpture. That is the theory. But, um, they, they replicated the conditions of the landscape about 4,500 years ago when the limestone statue was likely built and conducted tests to see how wind manipulated rock formations. Our findings offer a possible origin story for how sphinx-like formations can come about from erosion. Um, from an pr- associate professor at the university, our laboratory experiments show that surprisingly, sphinx-like Shapes can, in fact, come from materials being eroded by fast flows. The team behind the study, which the release said had had been accepted for publication in the journal Physical Review Fluids, created clay model yardangs, a natural formation of compact sand that occurs from the wind in exposed, exposed desert regions and washed the formations with a fast stream of water to represent the wind. Based on the composition of the Great Sphinx, the team used harder, non-erodible inclusions within the featureless soft clay mound, and with the flow from the water tunnel, the researchers found a lion form had begun to take shape. 
within the desert, there are yardangs that exist that naturally look like seated or lying animals with raised heads. Some of them look so much like a seated lion or a seated cat that they're sometimes called mud lions. Our experiments could add to the understandings of how these yardangs form. <laughs> Very interesting. That's, yeah, Tommy, that was a perfect embodiment of what my brain just did listening to that. And then okay, number okay, three on my list of cool, three things. Okay. okay, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. For work today, on our way out here to the lovely Chinook, Kansas, um, I passed by a sign for uh, one of the Immortal Five. If you gentlemen know the Immortal Five, correct? Huh? No. Really? Uh, or have you heard of the, the Humboldt Thunderbolts? Really? No. Well, if you guys didn't know, the Immortal Five, or the Five Immortals, are those first five players that were ever inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame. Those being... Oh, okay. Those being... um, where where was the I just had the names just a second ago. Um I was like yeah. I was like Which was Ty Cobb, Christy Mathewson, Babe Ruth, Honus Wagner, and Walter Johnson. Okay. Walter Johnson is from Humboldt, Kansas. God. And so a somewhat local guy was one of the first five people to ever be inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame. And now I feel like he just doesn't get talked about at all. Yeah, and okay. if you... Uh, interesting. If I you guys, that. That's actually really cool. Uh, if you guys want to know, um, he was elected as the first five into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1936. The humble son of a Kansas farmer became one of the greatest all-time pitchers with... 417 career wins, 3,508 strikeouts, and several back-to-back pennants where he spent all 21 years of his career with the Washington Senators. Hmm. Okay. But um, this sign, uh, the picture I'll be sending you guys is uh, what the original one looked like and the new one that got put up this year. Um... This sign's just uh, off of a uh, 196, or sorry, 169 highway, just outside of uh, Humboldt, Kansas. But um, it's a really good sign too, because they got a they commissioned a a baseball like uh, artist to make a picture of him and everything. But like just the old sign compared to the new sign. It's night and day, and I think that they represented him very well with the sign. So, mm. that's but that's cool. just off the highway, basically. But um, it was super cool that um, someone like close, like because we're only like what two hours from Kansas City, but um, 
Yeah, I one got of the family first down five. there in Chanute, so. But one of the first five to ever be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame is what you could say local. Mm-hmm. To an extent. Yeah. I think Wichita is a little bit but, more um, of a claim to him than we do, but. But it's, it's just cool, you know? Yeah. But that was my, my third thing. And uh, when you or just when you think about it these days now, though, um, teams, like baseball pitchers, they get to, t- like it's a rarity for pitchers to get to 200 wins. Yeah. For example, Adam, Wain- Adam Wainwright was just the most recent one to hit 200 wins. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with uh, the guys here at work today, and we're thinking just with in the way that baseball is moving – I, it, it's a potential that there won't ever be another 200-win pitcher anymore. I don't know. What's Grinky at? Is that Grinky all-time wins? Yeah. Um, wins total, if my computer is starting to blow, I don't know why. It's taking forever. Um, he has 225 wins. Okay, so he already surpassed it. Okay. Well, then, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. Let's see, closest pitchers to 200 wins. Um, Garrett Cole's only a few off. He needs 55 okay. more. Max Scherzer's over 200. Here we go. Act, active leaders. Thank you. Cole Hamill's retired, so yeah, Garrett Cole... Uh, Johnny Cueto's a ways away. Lance Lynn is a ways away. Um, so I'm thinking Garrett Cole's yeah. probably going to be the next one. Garrett Cole could be the next one, but I honestly, all these other guys that are anywhere near this are going to retire way before 200. So hang on, send the send the link because there's there's got to be some younger guys in there that have a shot. Uh, like I'm seeing a lot of late to mid 30s right now. Right now, but uh Sale could still do it. He's 34. That's if he can throw together a good season. Baumgartner, eh, he's pretty much done. Uh... Kershaw, I mean, Kershaw's already there. Wayno retired at 200 wins. Now I'm just trying to think of, see, like, a younger guy that has a good shot. Urias, Urias, maybe? He's at 60 already? 
Mm. I really don't know, man. Lance Lynn's still playing? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, he's at number nine, Tommy. But he's 36. Yeah. And he's 66 wins away from 200. I don't think he's got that. Well, he might have that many more seasons left in him. So... Here's a name I'm going to throw out there. Cole Rangans. Mm. 25. Do you think he gets it? Twenty-five, yes. Mm, I don't know. What's he at right now? Well, he's at he had seven this past year, and he just turned twenty-five. Oh, he. This is his first year in the majors this yeah. year. Okay. And really, he should have had more, but you know, the Royals were the Royals this year. Anyway, that that's just a name I'm going to throw out there because of how good he is. Anyway, uh, it's now time for picks. Yes, let's make picks quick. Okay, uh, to review last week's people's uh, lock of the week, uh, Ben had Minnesota minus two. No, that lost. Tommy had Akron minus four. That hit. Uh, hell no, it did not. <sighs> did they, they still end up winning, though, Wait, they? Well, no, they won. Yeah, that hit. That hit, and I had Air Force. Nope, that didn't hit either. Nope. Sleeper Games of the God, Week. No, God, no, it didn't hit. Sleeper Games of the Week. Tommy had Miami, NC State. No. Ben had Georgia Southern, Texas State. No. no. I had BYU West Virginia. No. I somehow won prediction or won picks last week. I don't know how. But I did. So uh yeah, there's that. Let's see if I could carry that momentum into this week. Michigan travels to Penn State where Michigan is four and a half point favorites. Uh M- Michigan. Michigan. Sorry. Tommy's frazzled. Better pick Michigan because Penn State. Tommy is frazzled because this is Michigan. A whiteout game. Uh, I'm just surprised. I mean, you would think that this would be one of their whiteout games, right? Right? Well, I would think, but, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's an 11 o'clock kick. Utah and Washington. Washington are eight and a half point favorites. Washington. Oh, man. Mm. Damn, I don't know who to pick. I really wish sometimes games could end in ties. Well, if that's the case, Um, then it sounds like you're taking uh, Utah with the points. I'm taking Utah. 
Okay. Uh, I'm taking the points for Utah. I don't think they're going to beat Washington, but I think they are going to uh, lose by less than eight and a half. Uh, up next, the Volunteers of Tennessee against... It's a pick 'em. Uh, no, currently Vegas has it as Tennessee by one. Yeah, that's a pick 'em. Because I would like to not have Tennessee win this game. Okay, Tommy. Uh, Tennessee and who? Tennessee and Missouri. In Rocky Top. Oh, this game's in Como. Mm-hmm. Columbia, please, Tommy. Or if you're a shitter that was went to state in uh, for wrestling, it's Columbia. You know what? Uh-huh. Taking Missouri. <clears throat> okay. Up next. Rutgers travels to Iowa City to take on the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes are two-point favorites. By the way, this is a battle of a 6-3 and three team and a 7-2 and two team. Bro, r- 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 give, me the, give me Rutgers money line. The Italian's going to win, bro. Okay. Wait, does that mean you're taking Rutgers just point-wise? You think they're going to lose I'm, by I'm, one? I'm, I'm, Oh, no, I'm just t- Rutgers is going to win my boy. Oh, damn. Okay. Tommy? Taking Rutgers. Is it because... Uh, happy Italian noises. Is it because Immaculate that other... Italian noises. Is it because that other school uh, doesn't have as good a corn? And is no, the whole I, reason you I was going to score like seven points. Maybe. What, Tommy? Tommy, what did you say? I got Rutgers. No, I know, but you were saying something about I Iowa. I said I got Rutgers. You were saying something about Iowa, though. Iowa had bad corn. Yep. The entire crux of y'all's rivalry. Uh, Old Miss travels between the hedges to take on Georgia. Georgia are 10.5 point favorites. Give me Georgia. You both have the dogs. Ole Miss doesn't have a mascot. Well, they do. It's a shark. Who? It's a they shark. don't have him anymore. Anyway. I have confirmation from Old Miss players that they don't use him anymore. Uh, well, I'm taking the team without a mascot with the points because, as we saw last week. Georgia, when a good team plays against them, gets into a rock fight and can't really blow a team out. USC travels to Brock. That that game's at Ole Miss, correct? No, it's between the hedges. Okay. Just like last week. Yeah, but but saying that, um, I don't know if you noticed, but Georgia does not face a single ranked opponent in an away game this year. Nope. All ranked or at Georgia. Mm-hmm. USC travels to Eugene to take on the Ducks. Oregon, 16.5-point favorites. Over, who was it again? Oregon and USC. 
Okay. Tommy oh, give me Oregon. <laughs> Caleb Williams sucks. Um, you know what? I want to see Caleb Williams cry like a little bitch again on national television. As much as I hate to do it, I'm taking the points in this game. Don't know why. Uh, Wyoming travels to Vegas. Don't you want to see Caleb Williams cry like a little bitch? Oh, I know. I I want that to happen. I'm just saying it's going to be a closer game than 16.5 points. Wyoming travels to Vegas to take on 7-1 and one UNLV. The Rebels are four-point favorites. Given the Cowboys, baby, they're bull the already. Given the Cowboys. Give me the Rebels. Give me them boys. Um, Give me the boys. I don't want to pick UNLV because the demon is their head coach. So I'm going to take Wyoming. Give me the boys. I hate the demon so much. Give uh, me the boys. Action! Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan travels to Toledo to take on eight and one Rockets, and Toledo are nineteen point favorites. Toledo, I'm sorry. You really gonna do that to B Card Entertainment's favorite team like that? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Yeah, part. I didn't hear not that doing part. very good this year. Sorry, I didn't hear. I did not hear that part. I did not hear that part. I apologize. Eastern Michigan. Toledo, Tommy, who do you have? I'm picking Eastern Michigan. Toledo, because then you guys can both take Eastern Michigan. Yeah, I'm I'm just taking the points in this game. <laughs> Give me the Eagles, because I don't think they're going to lose by 19. NFL action. New Orleans travels to Minnesota. The Eagles. New Orleans travels to Minnesota. Two and a half point favorites are the Saints. Tommy says tie. Huh? Yes, the no, Saints. No, 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 tie. Give me, give me the point. <laughs> okay, Tommy taking Minnesota. I'm sorry. How no, the I'm, fuck are the Saints favorite? I'm, I'm taking that Josh Dobbs. We we rocking the the Josh Dobbs alopecia. For the weekend, you know, we, we uh, on that uh, Josh Dobbs path. Why you gotta? Why you gotta emphasize that, bro? You know what? I'm I'm taking New Orleans See, straight up. The, if the Saints, if the Saints were starting Taysom Hill at quarterback, then I would have picked them. But they're not. Too bad they're fucking so. not. I mean, they have they spent they gave Derek Carr all that money just to not have him sit his ass on the bench. All right, gentlemen. What is your lock of the week? Wyoming for UNLV. Okay. Uh, Minnesota over New Orleans. Okay. You laugh, and I'm dead serious about that. And your sleeper of the week. Mm. 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 Tough one this week, ain't it? 
No. Actually, I'll go first. Okay. Even though... Wait, hold on. I found a... Di- no. I saw one game and I was like, no, nah, that's not going to be it. Um, as much as I want to say right, East yeah, Carolina, actually, yeah. Florida, Atlantic. I'm going to go with Florida and LSU. That's not... Okay, whatever. Actually, I'm going... That. All right. Sleeper has can't be two good teams. At 500. Doesn't so. matter. They're in the SEC and they're at 500. Or just over 500. They don't no, I'm gonna take that. I'll take it. I would, send, I would send my other one. I'm going to go with Minnesota and Purdue. There you go. That one's acceptable. That and game is in uh, Purdue. In West Lafayette. Huh. The game's in West Lafayette. And... That pick is it, and that game's a pick 'em right now. Whoa. Uh, Ben. Georgia Tech, Clemson. I don't know if I can allow Both that one, teams. bud. They're five and four. Both of them in the ACC. Bruh. That's All a right. winning record um, in a power five. Let's see. Uh. And like a dominant power five, not like a big 12, which is like borderline power five. Um, Nevada, Utah State. Okay. That'll be my sleeper game of the week. My sleeper game of the week takes us to Bowling Green, Kentucky. Where New Mexico State takes on Western Kentucky. Uh, by the way, New Mexico State is quietly having uh, an incredible fucking year this year. They are seven and three. And bro doesn't let me take two five and four teams, bro. Okay, the difference is they're in the Conference USA. So I don't know if you guys saw, but you, did you? You guys, you guys had seen how uh, now one and eight East Carolina had held Tulane to only thirteen points, and they almost beat them. Yeah, this weekend that was nuts. Uh, ben, the average uh, record or the average amount of losses for a team in Conference USA this year is seven. So, Ooh, that's nice. why. Ooh. That's why. <laughs> There, there's only four teams in Conference USA with a winning record. And these are two of them. So that's why I'm picking that as a sleeper game of the week for me. Tommy, read off your picks for the week. So my picks are Michigan, Utah, the University of Missouri Tigers, Rutgers, UGA, the Dogs, Oregon, UNLV, Eastern Michigan, and the Minnesota Vikings. My lock of the week is the Minnesota Vikings, and my sleeper game of the week is Minnesota and Purdue. Ben? Ben? Benjamin? 
Women are fake and don't exist. Thank you, Ben. Thank you so much for that. A lift, wacky pee pee. Welcome back to Jim Rogers. No, please don't. I hate that, that the audio is only on the left side of my computer. <laughs> for me, it's on the right. Forgot how much. Welcome back. It's mono. It's mono audio. Oh god. Hey, this motherfucker got them fake keys. I don't know where Ben went. I don't know where Ben went, but uh, I'll read his off. He has Michigan, Washington, Rutgers, Georgia, Oregon, Wyoming, Toledo, and Minnesota Vikings. His lock of the week is Wyoming, and his sleeper is Nevada and Utah State. Hello? Oh, there Hello? you are. You're back. Read off My your picks. My phone died, You're good. My read phone off, died. Read off your picks. I had uh, Michigan, uh, Washington, Missouri, Rutgers, Georgia, Oregon, Wyoming, Toledo. My lock was Wyoming. Sleeper game being Nevada versus Utah State. Okay, I have Michigan, Utah plus the points because I'm only taking the points in that game. Iowa, Old Miss plus the points, USC plus the points, Wyoming, Eastern Michigan plus the points, and the Saints. My lock of the week is, and my sleeper game of the week is New Mexico State at Western Kentucky. May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. What do we have coming out this week? Well... Whenever I get back home from my work trip here, the LSU-Mizzou game video will go up. The NDD, Il, Il, the, dear Lord, the Illinois-Minnesota game will go up. Uh, and so, yeah. Tommy? Tommy? Okay, Tommy is apparently going to be playing Among Us live, and he's going to record it. Hello, hello. How are you? I am under the water. Okay, anyway. Uh, I actually have some articles that are going to come out this week, as well as finally the Mavericks game day vlog with all three of us in it. Uh, including one of the one of the articles I'm doing that's coming out this week is uh, Possible Cities... For MLB expansion slash relocation. Where I did math. Like, honest-to-goodness math. To, uh, justi nice. to justify my reasoning. Your thoughts on that, Tommy? Just, that's it? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you guys a sneak preview as soon as this loads, as to some of the math and stuff that I did. Uh, here, there we go. That's a that's a perfect one right there. Come on, yeah, there we go. There we go. You you do not read this. What I am sending, just look at it, or you know, don't say it out loud. But there you go. Here's some math that I did. No context. Weird. 
Yep. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. What the fuck? Thanks, Tommy. Thank you. So, be on the lookout for that. What am I looking at? So, this is part of the some at? of the math that I did. I told you no context for uh, the one of the articles I'm coming. I have coming out about uh, MLB expansion. I will share the results as to who I uh, the math said would be the best city with y'all right now. By the way. There you go. Anyway, I have that coming out this week. Until then, I'm Brock Gordon. You can find me on Twitter at Brock Gordon 99 the BNG capitalized. You can follow Mr. Tommy Haley on Twitter at dude underscore Rex14, the D and the R capitalized. You can follow Ben on Twitter at Elite Tiger Score One on where the E, the T, and the S are capitalized. You can follow B Card Entertainment on Twitter at B underscore card ENT. Make sure to check out the website where the articles will be coming out that I'm doing, plus all the Know Your Enemies for uh, all games from EOS. EOS comes out this week, where me and Ben will talk about the game that just happened down in Athens, and also the one that's getting ready to happen in Columbia, another top 25 matchup. Uh, also, the basketball season tipped off, so we'll talk about some of those games that just happened for your well, yeah. It's a good week this week, ain't it, guys? Yes. So many people are confused. They still don't know why I don't say that school's name or that team's name. Oh, my God. You just say the stage. You just say the stage. Nope, it counts, because that's still part of the team name. You so fuck. I don't care. I really... Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I need to find it. Oh, boy. Anyway. Uh, we didn't do trivia for parting words, so Ben gets parting words this week. Oh, I do? Yep. Um. Because Tommy played Among Us sound, so. I wanted to do it. Do what? I would like to order five Whoppers and five more whoppers. Alright, never mind. Tommy, you get final word. Alright, I would like to say after 13 years for all of my anime fans out there, it's been a ride. After 13 years, so many episodes, 139 chapters, and 9 arcs, Attack on Titan is finally over. Now I can finally start it since it's over. What you have and done has made God very unhappy. Talking about anime on this podcast. And to be fair, the number in Japan for freedom is 140, and there's only 139 chapters. So, technically, yeah. Welcome back to Jim I'm gonna fight you, and I'm gonna fucking kill you. That's a much better word to end off on there, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you for tuning oh, in. This bad. Aaron's stuck in a fucking time loop. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Big Time Talkers, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a longer episode this week. We apologize for that. See you all next week or at EOS or whatever, but we gotta go! Bye!